0: Well, shall we pray really quick before we jump in, and then um, we're going to talk about something, well, quite simple tonight, but also quite hard, I think. So um, let's pray and ask the Lord that he would help us to be, um, yeah, just be able to listen and think even for ourselves and our own lives and be able, able to apply some of these things. Lord, we thank you for uh, this evening. Lord, we thank you for just, um, I thank you, Lord, for each one who is here and just um, their lives. Lord, I thank you that um, you love each one of us and um, that you desire to have relationship with us. And Lord, I pray in in this time as we study just this uh, simple uh, command or simple idea or simple um, instruction just to be with you. To exist with you, to spend time with you, Lord, I pray that you would help us to. Uh, one, we would just have a greater understanding of what it what it looks like to be with you, and and then, Lord, I pray that you would give us one the desire to be with you and to spend time with you, and you would help us to learn um, individually just the practical ways for us in our own time and our own lives and the stage that we're at, Lord. And to find time in our our schedule, our week, our day, to to spend time with you, Lord, and that would lead us to a, f- a fruitful and um, productive relationship uh, with you. And so, Lord, I pray that you would just uh, be speaking to each one of us, Holy Spirit, as we as we study and as I speak, Lord. I pray that your words would just um, speak through me to each one of us in this in this time. So we love you and we praise you and we give you this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So do you guys remember, for those of you who were here last week, what was the passage that we looked at? And do you remember the two, the purposes that Jesus, for choosing his disciples? Do you remember? It was in Mark, yes. One of them was, they with him so he could have some friends. So he could have some friends, yeah. That Jesus chose them that they would be with him so he could have some friends. Please, you be with me. I need a friend. Yes? And do you remember the other reason? He'll send them out? To send them out. Yeah. So kind of looking at that, we're gonna kind of delve into that first, that first kind of purpose of Jesus choosing his disciples. But last week we looked at we kind of looked at the idea of, of discipleship. We looked at the idea, kind of the idea that one, it's not, not necessarily just a Jesus thing, although yes, Jesus was a rabbi, he was a teacher. And, and when we think of discipleship, we think of, of Jesus and the 12. And we looked, you might've looked at the 12 and who they were and talked a little bit about them last week. But we kind of looked at this, the, the education system, in kind of the first century, basically, how um, a young young man would basically go through school. He would learn the Torah. He would then learn um, the scriptures in greater extent through his years as he matured. And then, like the best of the best of these students, would eventually become a, a student or apprentice under a rabbi. And we kind of kind of painted the picture that it wasn't just like um, a simple kind of like, I follow you, as in, you know, even if you think about like how we follow people in the, in the so- social media world, you know, like we occasionally see what they're doing. Um, but it was, it was to follow like a rabbi or a teacher was to, to spend every moment with them. You know, you sit under their teaching, you sit with them while they eat, you walk and go with them where they go. And it was kind of like 24 seven. And so it was this idea that you, as a student, were under a teacher, and you were, your goal was to become that teacher, to become like them, and eventually in, to the point where you yourself would become a rabbi, a rep, almost a replica of who he was. And so that was kind of what we talked about last week, and then we looked at, there was really three, three goals of, of that student or apprentice under a rabbi. And the first one, and we'll look at one today and then um, when we get back to small groups in a few weeks time we'll look at the next two and so the first one was that to simply be with your rabbi and the second one was to become like your rabbi and the third one was to to do what your rabbi did or to do what your teacher did and so the first and the third are kind of what we see in mark three where jesus chose that they would be with him and that, that he would send them out to do what he was doing and then there in the passage there it talks about you know um healing the say casting out demons preaching the gospel and then we see the great commission making disciples and preaching the gospel to all creatures so tonight we're going to look at this idea what does it mean to be with jesus so if i asked you right now just off that simple thing what do you think it means to be with jesus or in this context of maybe like a student and a teacher to be with your teacher what would that look like in say the day to day what do what are your thoughts Praying today, reading a Bible today. okay so yeah maybe in in our situation as believers to to pray to talk yep yeah. and then to to read to receive to listen to learn what else Okay, so to be like, but simply before you start to replicate, what, is it, what do you think it looks like just to be with? Think about like, who do you spend time with? Think about in your head, okay? Maybe a friend, hopefully you're all friends, right? What, what, do you, what do you spend your time doing with them? Play games. Play games, okay. Play games? Being kids. Being kids. Okay. Doing dumb stuff maybe? Climbing trees? Is that what you said? Oh. What else? What do you guys do with the people that you hang out with or you associate with? Go on adventures? Go on adventures. Okay. Yeah. all-nighters do you think Jesus had an all-nighter with his disciples well, probably one of the days right <laughs> probably one of the days at least one of those days in the one three of the years days. right okay so in Mark 3 it tells Jesus that he chose disciples that they would be with him and so it's this idea that they would they would be associated with him in time in space where he went they would go and, and we know from the scriptures, if you, we look through the Gospels, Jesus was very relational. And so the primary environment or way in which the disciples learned to be followers of Jesus was in the simple fact that they spent time with him. So they learned to be like him. They learned to follow him. And Jesus, in his character, and what he did, and how he did things, and how he spoke, and what he taught, those things rubbed off on them because they were with him. They spent time with him. And you'll notice for yourself, you know, the more time you spend with, with certain people, they might rub off on you, that you might start to maybe say the things that they say. You have the same mannerisms. Yeah. And so it's that day-to-day kind of sharing of in life. Now, if you turn turn with me to 1 John, I can't see in the dark, 1 John 1, and this is here uh, John's sort of testimony, if you can find it. 1 John 1, right at the beginning, verse 1 and 2, right as he opens up his letter. He says that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. The life was manifested that we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life, which was with the father was manifested to us. And so here, John, right? He was one of the, one of the men that spent time with Jesus. And here he says, And he says, concerning the word of life, concerning Jesus, he says, we have have heard, we have seen with our eyes, we have looked upon, and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. So his, his testimony was that he has heard, he has seen, he has looked upon the things of Jesus. So he had spent time with Jesus. And so in this kind of, relationship that you would have with a student and a rabbi as a student under a rabbi it was it wasn't again part-time it wasn't you know three quarters time it was it was full-time it was 24 7 and again you would follow him in everything you would eat with him you'd listen to him you'd learn from him there was even a hebrew blessing that said may you be covered in the dust of your rabbi So may you be, in one sense, covered with everything that he is, everything he embodies, teaches, speaks, and so on. And it's it's a powerful thing in one sense when you spend time with a person that they rub off on you in such such a way. Now, I remember when I was studying the Gospel of John back at Bible school, I was struck by um, a verse in John 3. And if you look at John 3, this is not First John. This is back to the Gospel of John. No, not John 3.16, but same chapter. Um, now, how about 22? It says in John 3.22, it says, After these things, Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea, and there he remained with them, and he baptized them. And it goes on to talk about how um, John was baptizing, Jesus was baptizing, and um, you know, they discuss and dispute kind of some things. but but just the simple the simple statement there that after these things, Jesus and his disciples, they came into the land of Judea, and there he, Jesus, remained with them. Now, I remember when I was studying this, that word, I studied into the word and looked at it and the word means they are remained it means to stay with to spend time with to live with and then almost had this idea as you as you look at the the language of the word to rub between or hard against something to wear away at something to consume something and in the the Greek the the verb is in an imperfect tense which means it's continual which means it happens over and over and over and i remember like i was again trying to figure out my own you know thinking myself about you know what is this idea of making disciples and 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 how does that work and and here as i was studying this i thought you know just the simple simple facts in the text that jesus remained lived with almost the idea that he rubbed off on The men that he spent time with and so in the passing of time in the spending of time jesus was having an influence having an effect on people now there's like the obvious thing that you might think of right now here let's do it we'll do an exercise because there's small if we think of the gospels our knowledge of the gospels what were some of the things that the disciples did with jesus now, there's a lot of things, so let's just li- make a list of things that we can think. They, walk they walked around. They did a lot of walking. Yes. Yep. Okay. What else? He ate with them. Okay. Yep. Think about some of the specific s- stories in the Gospels. If you're getting a mind block, just flick through the Gospels and have a look. Jaden? no uh, did you raise your hand you did Yep. Yeah. they took naps together where's the scripture for that one they definitely stayed in the same residences together oh when he was praying in the garden okay potential of naps yes huh the wrong... Yes. They were sleeping in the garden when they were supposed to be praying. Yep, Sadie. They prayed together. Okay. What else? They drank wine together. Perhaps at the wedding in Cana. Okay, they ministered together. They enjoyed bread together. Okay. Did they make the bread? Well, Jesus multiplied some bread. Yeah. So the disciples saw Jesus do miracles. What are some of the things that, like when John says, we have seen the word of life, we have seen Jesus, what are some of the things that they would have seen, watched they, him do? When they shed the bread out okay. the fish out during that feeding, they would yeah. have seen it duplicate. Somehow, yeah. I am always wonder how that happened, how it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so they listen to him teach. Yep. The soldier's ear back on. Where is that? <laughs> it off. Oh, yes. Is that Malchus? Is that what his name was? He chopped his ear off? I can't remember. One of the disciples. I think he. Yeah. It was like a oh, close to Jesus yeah. Cool, what else? What's on our list? Our list is growing as we speak. I think some of the things that I wrote down were um so they listen to Jesus in the private moments. Think of the the night that they were in the upper room with Jesus, where we have John 13 all the way to 17, where it's really just them and Jesus, Jesus speaking to them. They listened to him in the very public space when he was speaking to the multitudes. Um, Can you think about any... awkward? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say they definitely saw Jesus give the Pharisees, some grief as well. <laughs> yeah. So they witnessed some conversations that maybe might've been quite awkward to be a part of. Can you imagine just standing there as Jesus called the Pharisees, like you whitewashed tombs <laughs> and like, should oh, we God. look away or, you know, put our heads down? Like, yeah. What and were, what were some other awkward situations that the disciples might've found themselves in because they were with Jesus? Can you think of any? Oh, Peter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, i <laughs> oh, smell. <smart." laughs> okay, <laughs> when the rooster crowed, and and that, yeah, Peter was, remembers the words of Jesus after three um, times the rooster will crow. When they argued about who's going to be next to Jesus. Oh, that would have been an interesting conversation, yeah? would have been pretty awkward when betrayed Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or when Jesus said, you know, the one who dips the bread into the into the juice at the same time as me was one to betray me. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine oh, yeah. Jesus washing your feet. That could have been a little bit of awkward. And and then Peter mm-hmm. refused. Okay. So there was lots of different situations. There was in the situa- environment of conflict, environment of of grace. I mean, think of the, you know, in John 8, the adulterous woman who everyone wanted to stone and Jesus said, you know, let him without sin throw the first stone. They were with him at the wedding in Cana when he overthrew the tables and cleansed the temple. When he baptized people, they baptized people with him. When Jesus brought healing to the lame, to the blind, to the demon-possessed, when they were with him when he tested them, you know, Philip at the feeding of the 5,000, you know, in the boat when he calmed the sea, even when he may decided to not go to Lazarus to heal him, but to wait a few days, they were with him and probably like, what, what are you doing, Jesus? And so in kind of extrapolating all these things and looking at the Gospels, the, the thing is that they saw every aspect of his life. And I think when we have this idea of like and this this command or this instruction for us to be with Jesus in one sense it's it's not complicated but it but it's hard it's not complicated because to be with someone is simply what we're doing right now to sit in their presence to be with them to talk to them to listen to them to spend time with them now for Jesus and the disciples that would have been kind of bit more natural than maybe for us now because he was physically here in flesh right and so they sat down at dinner table and they talked to him he ate with them and everything they did but for us you know jesus is not here in the flesh and so but but in one sense our relationship to him our relationship with the holy spirit is much the same Although he's not here in flesh, the, the concept, the idea, the instruction, the importance of being with him is still, is still valid. And so for us, how do you think that we, you know, if this is part of, if to become like him requires us or asks of us to spend time with him, what do you think what are some of the things for us that we can do to spend time with Jesus? Just practically. This is for us personally. Or maybe for you. How do you spend time with Jesus? Praying. Praying. Okay. So talking to him. funny eh? it's funny that like we can look at the gospels right and jesus yes he's there in human flesh and we see and read of all the things that the disciples did with him and for us it seems funny or different right but it really shouldn't be because jesus is not here physically in person but he's still with us but because he's not physically here in person it seems different right And I'm not suggesting that you go to a restaurant and you have like a necessarily a seat and say Jesus is sitting there and kind of act a little crazy and start talking. And you know, like, (laughs) although like, honestly, that's perfectly valid. And I don't know if you do that, but I will often talk out loud to Jesus. Sometimes when I'm walking and I do think people think I might be a bit crazy. So it's, I wouldn't say that it's invalid to do that, but it might be, seem a bit strange. And so I guess we'll close here and, and you can continue the conversation in your small groups in terms of more practically, how can we spend time with Jesus? But I think it's important for us, Jesus chose 12 that they would be with him. And the priority... In those three years, when he had them there on earth, before he then commissioned them and sent them out to do the ministry when he was going to ascend after his resurrection, the main goal was that they would be with him so that they, through time and the spending of time, through the exposure to him and his life and what he said and his teaching, they would then take on the attributes, the character, the teaching, the lifestyle of Jesus. And so for us, for you, if you want to become like Jesus, we have to spend time with him. We have to give him that time. Now, if you think about it, we give time to so many things, right? We give time to sports. We give time to Netflix. We give time to our phone. We give time to our friends. Just like we give time to those things, we also must give time to Jesus. And just like those things, like we said, you know, who are we coming by the things we're doing? Just like those things have an influence on us when we spend time with them, whether it's a phone friend or Netflix or doing sports, it's the same. When we spend time with Jesus, he has an influence on us and then we take on that character. So I think as we close, my, my challenge to you, my prayer, is that we would r- sort of redirect our minds and our hearts to challenge ourselves. What time, how much time and do we spend with Jesus? And what time do we spend with Jesus? Is Jesus just a, like we just check in with him five minutes when we wake up and five minutes when we go to sleep? Or are we actually like, taking on the time where we say, okay, like, I'm going to go on a walk and I'm going to talk with the Lord, you know? Or I'm just going to sit and just read and, like, ask the Lord, like, can you can you speak to me? Sometimes it's just, like, sitting in silence and, like, listening for the voice of the Lord or for your voice to just draw quiet. And so, very practically, and this is something, you know, that you can talk about in small groups because I kind of have hijacked the questions for your small groups. You know, I kind of use some of them here, but you can continue the conversation is um, what does that practically look like for you? And, And maybe it just might be the opportunity for you guys to talk to each other and say, this is how I spend time with Jesus. Might not be enough, but this is what I do. And then being able to say like, what other time can I spend with Jesus and helping each other to maybe find ways to set those things aside um, and potentially even keep each other accountable to help each other with that. Sound good? Okay, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for uh, this time. I pray that you would just help us, Lord. Um, It is so so simple to think and understand the idea of being with you, although it can seem a bit strange because you're not here in physical person, but Lord, we, we know I know the importance of spending time with you, the importance of spending time with anyone or anything in it having an effect on us. And so, Lord, I know for myself, Lord, I want to spend my time, with my, most of my time with you so that you are the predominant and first and, most, and strongest influence in my life and upon who I am and what am I becoming. And so, Lord, I pray that you would help each one of us um, I pray that we wouldn't be discouraged if maybe this is something we struggle with, but we would just see it as an opportunity to grow in this area and spending time with you. So I pray that you would bless this time that we have in small groups, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.